Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hello, Blisters family. This is Derek Somerville alongside with me today. He's the only man I have ever witnessed turn a type A backpacker into a little kitty cat by just merely singing trail tunes. Carl Mandrioli. What's up, dude? Yes, I like that one. And with me today is Derek Somerville, a man who likes to go backpacking what (laughs) (laughs) wow is that is that not a good one i do like to go backpacking i mean i guess you know we can let the masses decide the reason why i I don't have an intro for you today is because i had an interesting day regarding the intros really and yeah i got two comments today i got one person who's like Carl, some of those introductions you have are so funny. Like, they want to retell some of those jokes, those kind of punny jokes that I got. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and which is a compliment. I appreciate that. But then I got another comment, same day, oh, no. um, sent to the Facebook page no. by Todd. Thank you for your feedback, Todd. And oh, man, should I read the whole thing? Read it. I haven't had a chance <laughs> to me, look. You, you got to read it. You haven't had a chance no. to look. Okay. So here's what he says. He says, Carl, you've got to drop the attempts at the, and here with me is, that is clearly Derek's thing. (laughs) When he he does it, it is funny and good natured. When you do it, it comes across a little bit insulting and not so funny. (laughs) Maybe just not your thing. (laughs) Todd laying it down. Yeah, he's not done. He's not done. Uh, Not trying to beat you up, but you're killing me. Just laugh at yourself a bit when he does that piece. Enjoy it and move on. You know, you know. I gotta say, Todd's got a little truth in there. But I mean, he's laying smackdown, no doubt. He's laying smackdown. Yeah. But you know, maybe just well, it's it definitely started off as your thing. So I'm not gonna claim that it's mine. I just I just put my own twist on it. You know what, Todd? I'll I'll say this, Todd. He's trying. (laughs) He's making an effort. It's painful for me at times. It's painful for all of us. But it's like you know, it's watching a little child grow. You you gotta go through those growing pains. And uh, I think he's gonna get better over time. I really think maybe by like Mm. season seven, you're gonna like really just drop one. That's just a. He doesn't want me to. He wants me to stop. You know, I don't know. I have faith in you. It's painful, but it's like I enjoy the pain. That's that's maybe my okay. problem. You've you've left it some of mine. It's but kind of fun to watch him wallow a little bit, Todd. You know what I mean? So wallow. that I enjoy. Yeah, because you'll say the comment, and then it'll be like an awkward pause, and I'll be like, "Did you really just come up with that? Like, how do you come up with those? It's amazing. <laughs> it's that bad, but it's funny because it's that bad." <laughs> 
so I'm I'm happy to take constructive criticism and feedback, and I'm probably probably most of that is true. <laughs> Except I'm not so sure the insulting part. He says it comes across a little bit insulting. Like, I'm clearly just telling jokes and then, like, applying them to you. I, have you been insulted by my introductions? I, I'm going to take that as, like, I think he's saying you're insulting, like, good humor. You know what I mean? Like, you're trying mm. to be, you know. Maybe yeah, I don't think he's saying that at all. But <laughs> <laughs> If it's insulting to anybody, it's insulting to yourself. I mean, that's, that's why I feel bad for you, you know. So. Okay. Now, I will say, like... I'm not saying I don't insult you. I usually save that for later in the episode, but it's True. not usually in the introduction. True. So, I don't know. We'll have to figure out. Maybe we'll have a private chapter, and we'll see where we're going to go from there. But it was interesting that on the same day I got both a compliment and sort of a reprimand for the introduction. I, I feel like you're only focusing on the uh, the critique, though, you know? No, I told I, I didn't. I didn't. The compliment was, yeah, I, I don't have that offhand. But anyway... Okay. Uh, that was a tidbit right there. So thank you. Don't for let it get feedback. you down. But don't let it get you down. Let's keep going. Okay. I'm not. All I'm right. not going down. The only thing that could okay. have made that 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 feedback better is if he left it as like a, an audio clip, like an MP3. We could have actually. Oh, included. Todd, yeah. bring the audio. So oh, that just, that just been saying. Money. That would have been money. Better. If the audio. Did. Yeah, that's yep. true. Okay, and then another tidbit I've got is related to the last episode where you kept on referencing you had like a second list of three that you wanted to go backpacking with and you thought it was just kind of like your for fun list Mm -hmm. and we just never got to it so you kept on referencing it and then we just like honestly the first list took so long we didn't want to kind of go on forever with that so i guess an apology that we never revealed your second list yeah we did not get to that uh second list i know we were going to um I think we'll probably come back to it at a later date because it was going to take a while. And I had like a good, you know, it was going to take a while. And it was going to make the episode like it's too, way too long. So I think we're going to come back to that later because um, okay. it would have dragged on. So, But I definitely, yeah. I'm not going to forget it. There's no way I'm going to forget it. So um, right. we'll have to definitely address it later. Yeah, interesting though that, um, you know, the that Todd was kind of pointing out that I was stepping on your toes a little bit with the intro and yet you are about to by the same standard step on my toes because you happen to have a tidbit is that right i don't know if i'm stepping on it well yeah i do have a tidbit so i guess i'm okay. stepping on your well just by by his standard that's are you still fixating on todd though are you are you over it are you okay todd want... might become this season's section hiker.com we'll see no don't say that about todd. <laughs> not my todd not my sweet sweet todd all right so here i got a tidbit I had somebody mention the end credit tidbits after the music. You know, I, I do a little something after each uh, after each episode, and uh, they were saying, you know, first of all, they were like, "Oh, you do end credit tidbits." I was like, "You've never heard that?" They're like, "No, I've never heard that." So then, after hearing, they they went back and they heard probably I don't know like four or five or six or seven of them. Okay. They said to me, they're like, "Hey." Um, you know, how are you going to... St- I think the last one referred to some lead shoes, lead, lead something in Carl's shoes or whatever. And and they're like, you're really going to do that? Like, you really did that? And like, these are real things that you've done? All these tidbits at the end are real <laughs> things that you've done? And I was like, no, these are just funny, funny things, you know? They're just yeah. like kind of joking around. So so you're like, no, 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 not, not yet anyway. <laughs> not yet, yeah. Well, I, I won't say they're not real. I'll say they have the potential to become real. So right. I guess they were kind of in the ballpark for sure okay but um you know yeah if you that's ever heard an interesting them, interesting tidbit yep and i think yeah, yeah some people I just thought made... it was i enjoyed that actually yeah i thought it was good. funny you never know how people... i guess i'm selling it as 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 a real thing so right it's good right. let's get to the episode 
And this episode is entitled Drama in the Backcountry mm. because, mm. strangely, the backcountry is no stranger to drama. A lot and of weird stuff happens. A lot of weird stuff. <laughs> we've gone over some of those stories. And you know what? Over a few different episodes, we've actually come up with some, some scenarios where it's like, how would you handle this? How would you survive this? And some of them are yeah. realistic. Maybe some of them are a little bit of a stretch. One of our more recent ones was in the the poop episode where, you know, the moose comes up on you while you're going to the bathroom, that kind of thing. Still talking about poop. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Anyway, the, so we cut, we try to be creative with the scenarios we come up with, but I thought, you know what, it would be interesting if I posed to you actual scenarios that either we collectively have encountered, or maybe I have, and you may or may not have been there. And Mm. these are scenarios that like are legit. Like we have had these happen and possibly some other, Correct. folks out there have had these happen yep. what is regardless of how we responded what is the appropriate way to go about handling these scenarios because mm. some of them are not that big of a deal and some of them might be kind of a big deal so i want to get your wisdom are you going to give your wisdom as well or are you so i'm going to tell you a couple wisdom? things i'm going to tell you maybe how i should have handled it if i if i don't like how i handled it in the in the, the situation and then i'll also mm-hmm. tell you like what the what actually happened so okay. you can you can kind of respond to that but this is going to tie in with Matthew 5, 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, because they shall be called sons of God. So I think keeping in mind that in the end, what we really want here is we want peace. We don't want the drama in the backcountry. We, we, we want there to be peace, even if tough love might be involved. Ooh, tough love. Yeah. Yes. Which, always you know, Always fun, yeah. I've had to do that to you a lot, you know? <laughs> and it's, it's hard for me. Tough love. That, that's what's real. made me the man that I am today, right? A big part of it. You're welcome. <laughs> so, okay all right so i'm gonna well, let's, start, let's hear so it let's hear i've it. got like uh, i got like six or seven ish scenarios okay. see we'll see kind of how far we get yeah you ready for the first one let her rip okay so we are in glacier national park and we are hiking up a pass and mm-hmm. we hit a water source we filter what we feel like is the appropriate amount of water mm-hmm. as it turns out a source that we were planning on encountering later on in the trail is not there and so uh, out of four or five guys, three or four of them are out of water a couple hours mm. later, just out, mm. and they're dying. It's hot. Climbing mm-hmm. up a mountain pass, okay? Mm-hmm. But one guy still has water left. And the <laughs> other guys suspect that he's got some water, but he doesn't say anything, and they don't say anything. Now, mm. if you're the other guy, and you've got, let's say, a half a liter left, Mm. You're not sure when the next water source is, but mm. you're pretty confident you're going to come across one once you hit the pass, which is in like you know a couple miles, or you know maybe okay. not too not too far beyond the pass. Do okay. you share the water? Do you kind of keep it to yourself? Do you conserve? What do you do? First question I would ask you is how are if you're this person with water how how are you feeling? Like are you feeling good? You feeling fine? Are you feeling you lousy? are? Ooh, that's a fair question. Yeah, you're kind of struggling along like everybody else. You just happen to be struggling along with the water as opposed to without the water. I think the only, I think yes, I would share for sure because I think you don't want people. Water's a big deal. You don't want to. It can lead to like serious, you know, issues. I remember that there was a trip. I think I ran out, and then we didn't have. I don't know. If this is that trip or a different trip, but um, I ran out. There wasn't any water for a while, and then I started getting lightheaded or i didn't i just felt right. really weird or whatever you know, i think we were going up uphill as well so um i would say yeah i would try to ration it as best i could and just try to 
plow through those couple miles, but I would give everybody a little sip or two or whatever if I could. You know, okay. I mean, I think that I think that's important. You know, you don't want people getting super dehydrated. You know, it's dangerous. Right. Okay. So you you're a giver. I try, Carl. Yeah, I I try. I like that. You know? I believe that you and I were 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 among the folks that were out of the water in that scenario. And there was Probably. another guy that was there that had the water, and he did not give the water out, nor did anybody ask him, though. So mm. had I to do it all over again... Were you aware? I was, yeah, was pretty... That they had water? Sh- I mean, I found out later for sure that he did, but um, I, I was... Like, everybody else, else except for him was complaining they were out of water. But nobody directly mm. asked him for the water. So that's why I was trying to get at, would you offer it up, or would you, you know, if nobody asked. So... Yeah, I think that I think if I was the person with the water, I would be with you. I, I would share the water. I didn't feel comfortable. I wasn't in such a dire situation that I had to ask for the water, so I just kind of suffered through it, I suppose. Yeah, I think so. I saw you do something to get additional water. I didn't want to say anything, but I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it after okay. the episode's over. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> okay. That's what I'll do. Okay. I'm gonna tell you guys what I saw, and uh, you tell me if it was the right thing to do for All him right. or not. Yeah, fair enough. To sum up, to share, not to share the water, you say share the water even if you're running out. All right. Yeah. You sound like a good backpacking companion. You got to do it. Yeah. Not sure if that's always true, but okay. <laughs> that's the first scenario. I wasn't on your list of three, Carl, although you weren't on mine, so it's fair. <laughs> right. You're on my eternal list, buddy. Second scenario. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you a, a tougher one now. Okay. Okay. This one happened this past summer in Yosemite. And mm. you were there, mm-hmm. but not necessarily in the moment, nor were you a decision maker. So now I'm giving you decision making powers. Okay. Yeah. So you're hiking along, you've got a, a four day backpacking trip planned, and a mile and a half into the trip, mm. somebody jacks up their back. It spasms, they're struggling. Mm. Okay. They are maybe the most enthusiastic person in the world, and they're like, I can do this. Now, you're on trail, and you're about to go off trail in about a mile, where who knows how difficult the terrain's going to be, but you are with this person, and they are assuring you they can do it. Hmm. What do you do? Okay, Uh, knowing how, knowing that situation and and seeing what happened, um, I was thinking of two things. One, if I had to do that over again, uh, I probably would have sent him back. I definitely would have sent him back because no, I can. One, but he's gonna be like, no, I can make it. I can make it. You're, yeah, but here's the thing: crushing my like, dreams. Well, then I'm sorry. You gotta get in shape. Sorry. So the thing is, like, <laughs> is the, the one thing is like we don't. We're going off. Tra- it's an off trip trail, right? Or an off trail trip. So we don't know. Like you said, like we don't know everything we're gonna cross. Um, right. We're gonna be on some trails, but we're not gonna be on trails all the time. So it could be like super gnarly. Yep. Second thing is we're going downhill for a majority of those mile and a half, but we had a little uphill, then we had a bunch of downhill, and it was hurting then. So I can only imagine what it would be like going uphill. Um, and the way that it was hurting was like you know, and I remember the quote was. I remember this hurting. It's like on the verge of just being totally thrown out. So it's on the verge. Right. And when I heard that, uh, I don't even think we had gone over the peak yet when I heard that. And, and, I, and in my mind, I'm like, yeah, this, we, he should turn back. Like, this is just, it's too risky. Especially if you're throwing it back out. Let's say you're seven miles in. Then it's like, you're just, you're just, you just shot yourself in the foot because you're asking for a really 
hard situation later on if something goes bad and you're like, I could have avoided this. I could have avoided this. But luckily nothing happened. But I think um, you and I were talking about that. I think it would have been the hard but smart right. thing to do was to have them yeah. either go cruise back to the hotel a couple miles back and just chill there for a couple of days and we'd come get them or, or whatever. But but something did the, happen, really. Like, like yeah. you know, the, the pain continued and uh, we kind of divvied up a lot of the gear, right? So pretty much for the bulk of the trip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, multiple guys were carrying extra pounds that they weren't planning on. So, no. because yeah, because we we cared for the guy and we wanted him along. Yeah. Now, to be fair, to be fair, like if we were already like, you know, a third of the way into the trip or halfway into the trip, I would have been like, let's carry the gear and just. I mean, we're already halfway in. We might as well just finish this thing because right. Um, but we were like, a, you know, like you said, like a mile or two in, and that was like, I think that was dumb on your part and my part because we should have we should have at least like went off and like talked about it or i don't know i just felt like we didn't really take Ooh, i like that i like that yeah just been like because because in the moment i'm not very good and i have a hard time saying no to people so i think that yeah we need to let's let's reevaluate let's get the you know let's get the wisdom flowing and figure out what the best course of action that's probably that's probably i like that solution well if you know and if you were saying like you you me and maybe one other person are are kind of semi-leaders of the trip so to speak then then we should just be like hey let's let's just chat about what we should do right here yeah this is kind of a serious scenario so it wasn't like he stubbed his toe you know all right i think i think we got a good solution obviously we kind of already revealed that we let the person go along and they toughed it out and man they were tough as nails and they made it they needed some help, True. but um, that guy, yeah, kudos to him for making it. Tough, and I would say tough. anti-kudos to to me for not pulling the trigger on a better decision. So yeah, there you go. All right. All that, right. That, was, that, was, that was a tough one. So I'm going to go back to an easy one, easier. Okay. This one relates to you. This is from mm. a long time. Relates to me. T- relates to you. So this okay. is from a long time ago. This is, I think, 2010. Mm. Emigrant Wilderness. All right. Mm. You invited somebody along mm-hmm. for the first time, mm. and this person happened to have a type A personality, which plays mm-hmm. a role here. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the day, everybody decides, you know, we're going to take a break and we are going to go jump into a lake. And so mm-hmm. we had like swimming time, lake jumping time, basically just lounging time. Okay. Mm-hmm. If, I'm going to say like 45 minutes to an hour, maybe. Yeah. All right. And then you know me. I'm like, let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Okay, guys, back on. All the right. Trail. It's 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 time to keep like we're on a backpacking trip. <laughs> it was fun. It was it was fun to hang out. So we, the it was the hard was, for you, but you did, you did pretty good. <laughs> I didn't Sorry. complaint. No complaints. Uh, watching. Was, well, let me just let me just say before you keep going. Let me just say <laughs> watching you try to relax after 45 minutes went by was was pure comedy. Comedy. It was just beautiful. You're just, you're just like yeah, no, I'm I, I'm happy to provide that for you. Yeah. So the packs are just I don't know they're like 20 30 yards away. So everybody kind of mm-hmm. you know dries yeah. out the clothes. It gets 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 going. We get we go to our packs and it's time to hit the trail. <laughs> and then, yeah, time to get going. And the, te- and then, and then the new guy, the type A guy, goes, "Wait, what? No, it's time for lunch." We're eating, we're eating lunch right now. <laughs> I was like, well, we just took a forever long break. So we're taking a double break. And I was like, uh, uh, wait, I was like, like, didn't we just have lunch? <laughs> I was eating. Um, so this is your invite. I don't even know him very well, but he was pretty adamant. It was time to eat lunch. <laughs> so what, what's the best solution for that? I think, you know, having it been my invite, I think obviously I 
I kind of the, the responsibility I think kind of falls to me to be like, dude, we gotta get, we gotta, you know, we gotta catch up on the miles, or it's gonna be too late in the day. Um, can you eat while you walk? Can we snack while we walk, or something like that? You know, because normally that's what we do anyway. So um, I think we just have the burden would just fall to me to kind of just level with them and be like, look, we're gonna keep going. We gotta keep going, otherwise we're gonna fall behind on the overall arc of the trip. Um, can you eat while you walk? You know? So you're you're claiming responsibility on this one then. I would try if it's the guy I invited, then I probably should have. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I didn't do that. In the end, I think I ate lunch with them, and I didn't feel like you needed to do it at the time. In retrospect, maybe, but in the end, we ate lunch there. <laughs> well, yeah, we did. I think, yeah, after hearing him, and then everybody's like, "Yeah, that sounds great." Yeah. You know, let's just get our food out. So I was like, "I'm not gonna, whatever." It took. I think it, 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 it took me a little while to get to know him before I brought up the fact that I was, you know, that he took a double break one year, and that I. Mm. Made fun of him for that, but I think he was a little sensitive, so I stopped bringing it up until yeah. now. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Next one. This one's happened, oh, man, multiple times, but most recently, well, I'll just say it's, this has happened a lot. It's happened a lot with different folks, okay? Mm. Somebody is struggling on the trip. Somebody is just mm. going, we'll call it painfully slow. Mm. Uh, if you want to wait at junctions, you're going to be waiting for a while, Okay. Okay. Whether it's just they're just having a bad trip, they're out of shape, this trip's too hard, whatever the reason, you're, you're, you're too far and you're not turning back. So right. um, so your solution is, okay, like we got to figure something out here. Maybe let me take some of your gear, okay? Mm. The person is unwilling to part with their gear. What do you do? What? <laughs> Well, I, first I would blame the leader for not for not uh, clarifying ahead of time. Like, hey, if you're slowing the group down, we're gonna like share gear. Is that has that ever been know. clarified? Does, do people do that ahead of time? Here are the ground rules of the trip, folks. No, but I think you know. I think you mentioned something like that to me. Okay, but it was vague though. It was yeah? Vague. There's no there's nothing there's but no it, like contract. But here it is. Like when you can't share gear. It's it's always an issue of pride, right? So, and that is kind of what we ran into on the last trip was like, and, and that person eventually, you know, was willing to share gear. Um, but I think when you have like the entire group, like, yo, uh, you're slowing us, you know, we're, we're just going too slow, dude. We have to like pick it up and you need to like give us some of your gear. Like when you have like five or six people saying that to you, if this person is like, no, no, I'm just not going to do it. No, I'm carrying my gear. I'm just going to go John Muir one mile per hour. I'm doing it. Mm. A, how did we not see this ahead of time? <laughs> um, and B, B, I think it's just like it. It really, I don't know. I think you got to talk about it as a group and be like, well, what do we want to do here, guys? Do we want to like let him just fall extremely far behind and have him meet us at the next? Just give him a map. Uh, give him a map, yeah. or do we? What do we do? Do we like force him to? <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Right. Like what? That's a hard one because it if you get somebody one. who's that's if, that, if somebody's that stubborn, I mean, you, you, they don't leave you many options. I mean, it's either you just slow the entire trip down, affecting everybody else, and then let's say you get back, let's say you were going to finish the trip at like you know noon on a Sunday, and now it's going to be like six o'clock on a on, on a Sunday. Right. Um, I think that's just inconsiderate on that person's part because you know we've had trips where we three days into the trip we're like oh. You didn't tell us you had a an airplane to catch <laughs> right. Sunday night, right. and we're going to be done Sunday at 2. So, you know, things like that. I think if you're not going to be willing to move, then you, I don't know. I think it's, that's that's hard. I think I would either, I don't know what I so do. So your solution is 
they should just be nicer. No, my solution is not that they should be. Well, they should, but no, I think you have to have, I think there's strength in numbers. So like, I think if you talk to the rest of the group and be like, guys, either he falls behind, we give him a map, or we okay. have to convince him to give us gear. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. Like, what do you? Sounds like you want to have like a, like a backpacking intervention. It might need, well, for that kind of guy, yeah, maybe. I mean, that's. Okay. Like, we all surround him, we're like, hey. Like, bro, let the pride we, down. We know this is a hard trip. Take yeah. the big man down. This has happened a lot of times here. So yeah. when it's somebody that you don't know very well, which is which is what happened most recently with me, like I didn't, like I, I was kind of new to this person. Yeah. Um, I it's it's not up to me to speak. You know, I'm not the one that invited them along. It's not up to me to to to, to make that decision. So yeah. or maybe it is, and I just didn't have the guts to do. It. I don't know. I went around. I went more of this the sneaky devious way, kind of like instead of shaving weight, I went more the try to the sneaky devious way to add weight. Where mm. if I could separate him from his pack i was gonna sneak stuff out of his pack into my pack wow unfortunately i was never able to make that (laughs) separation so what happened but uh but i tried but you know what it made me think about talking about the contract things i'm like you know what maybe we do need to have these like upfront like backpacking bylaws like what do we agree to before the trip that way it's not uncomfortable to talk about during the trip well because otherwise you're out there in the middle of the trail and you're like uh this is really awkward because yeah you know what i mean because I think the, mo- the core guys that we go with are always like, yeah, dude, I'll just carry your backpack. I'll just carry this. And we're like, okay. Because I think we've gotten over that pride thing. Like, if you're struggling, I'm going to help you out. And then you just get over it. But if you get right. somebody who doesn't isn't used to that, I mean, it can be really super awkward. Yeah, and it actually made me think, maybe we should even do an episode, like, in the future, like, the backpacking bylaws. Like, what should people have to agree to before entering in on a trip so that everybody's on the same page and there's no sort of uncomfortable conversations, kind of like the ones we're sort mm. of simulating having here. So just something to think about. Okay, yeah. so there's that one then. So that's a tough one. That's probably the toughest one on there, to, to be honest. Yeah. That is a hard one. That's, yeah. a, that's really awkward. All right, now this one is an interesting one that I've kind of alluded to in previous episodes. So we made fun of somebody on a previous trip because they didn't bring their sleeping bag. And then after that, another guy that goes with us, we went on an overnighter mm-hmm. with our kids, and yeah, he he forgot a sleeping bag <laughs> he didn't forget his though he forgot his daughter's sleeping bag but he didn't forget it he didn't forget it at you know like while you're still traveling or on the on the road we are at the campsite and he is one sleeping bag short and we are in the lost creek wilderness of colorado so yeah cold cold yeah it's a little yeah. on the colder side not like crazy cold but what do you do well um you know, the joy of sleeping bags is, well, you can unzip them and make them longer, but uh, I think you just got to get creative with how you wrap up in your sleeping bag, you know? I mean, if it's a kid, it's not like so that. So you forgot the kid's bag, so, so are you saying, uh, so what are you saying? I'd say try to bundle up in one sleeping bag, but maybe just unzip the whole thing and use it like as a blanket and try to wrap it around your underneath. So you snuggle with bit. the kid you're talking about? You can, which I've done before okay yeah like i've done I've, I've, I've done that before and then you know I mean, hopefully you have air mattresses which will help yep. with the body heat underneath okay. so that would be the i guess step one right. see where you go from there so <laughs> we i just basically said he you forgot your daughter's back your sleeping bag <laughs> I, I told <laughs> i i gave him every extra piece of clothing that i had so stuff that I was that I, yeah, stuff that I was yeah, planning to use to be honest to stay warm, but I was like, I'll, I'm willing to sacrifice. Um, but on this trip, we're trying to make it fun for the kids, and 
So yeah. one of the things we brought, one of the things I brought was the inflatable dinosaur costume. So he oh, used boy. the inflatable dinosaur costume. He slept he in the dinosaur, dinosaur, costume? dinosaur costume. He let his daughter have his sleeping bag and he used um, extra clothes I gave him and um, <laughs> a dinosaur costume <laughs> as a sleeping bag. Yes. The most ridiculous sleeping That's bag awesome. of all time, one might say. But it probably and worked, he was right? warm the whole night. No problem. That's problem awesome. solved. So did you did you leave it inflated the whole night, or how? Would you just like no, because because the batteries would the run battery, out. Right? No, okay. it was just simply layers of of the you know the nylon material. Wow. Yeah, good yeah. for so. Well, what a trooper, man! If he slept with it inflated the whole night, I don't think he would fit in the tent. First of all, but uh, that'd be pretty hilarious. That would be Maybe you don't need a sleeping <laughs> bag anymore. Just wear that. That thing is, is super warm inside, wow. for sure. Anyway, so that, I thought that was pretty funny. That is funny. The most, yeah. Okay. Um, I've got one more for you. One more. Let's do it. And this is a reverse scenario. Mm. So I'm going to tell you the outcome, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I want you to tell me a reasonable scenario where this is appropriate. Okay. 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 And this was actually suggested by uh, one of our listeners, Steve. Okay. 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 You're on the trail. Mm-hmm. And collectively, as a group, you decide it's time to turn back. Mm. What just happened? Collectively, is well, um, a reasonable reason why that would happen is there. Yeah, like, like as an entire group, you're turning back. Like, what's reasonable? Okay, I think um, either the weather is so inclement and so gnarly that you just can't, you just can't keep going. Maybe it's okay. that that intense um, of lightning yep. or thunder or rain or whatever snow even um which can block the trail um if you had somebody die or let's say you had somebody <laughs> let's say you had let's say you had multiple injuries multiple. like you're going downhill and you had multiple injuries which require multiple helpers to get these guys out of the so you're just like you know what let's just call it a trip like this is not gonna happen right. it's like either carl goes on by himself and we all take these two guys back or we all just go back so I would say injuries or, or weather. weather or unfortunately, obviously, hopefully it would never okay. happen. Um, if somebody like you know passes off, right? Or passes away. I think those are those are reasonable for sure. I think in a lot of the times the weather can be tied into obviously the lightning, but um, when you're climbing a, a mountain peak, if you're getting too late and you see the weather coming in and you realize you're gonna be on the mountain at an inappropriate time, you're at a high point, mountain pass, yeah. whatever. That's a good time. Okay, so what about like the trails just like too hard? I mean. Like, you're just having a hard time. No, it's never happened. I guess if... Uh, <laughs> it's never happened. <laughs> there's no trail I can't conquer, Carl. Um, for the whole group to collectively feel that way would be... I don't know. I think that would be pretty interesting because I think a lot of us are very good at, like, encouraging and, you know, helping each other press on in, in yeah. those tough spots. But yeah, if it became... I, I don't like that one either. I mean, if it became, like, K2 or something, then, yeah, I think we'd all be like, yeah, this isn't happening. Carl just totally blew mapping this trip out, and uh, right. we got to go back. We found ourselves in Nepal. Okay. Yeah. But the other one that I was thinking of too is is uh, if you feel like you're lost, especially if you're off trail and lost, it might be time to turn back to, to kind of recalibrate, refine yourself rather than pushing on if you're yeah. not really sure. Um, turning back, I've, I've had to do that before where I, I just, as I pressed on, I got more and more lost. And anyway, yeah. when I finally turned back, I, I righted myself. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. That was the reverse scenario. There good. you go. I think you had, some, you had some good stuff with these with these scenarios. I think some things to take away and um, apply to future trips. I'm yeah, sure there'll uh, be more drama that happens. Yeah, I've learned a couple things over the years, yeah. One For or sure. two things. For sure. Okay. So 
it is time for trivia. Do it. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. So, Derek, I picked out some other scenarios of things, some issues, some possible Mm. uh, mistakes we've made over the years, both you and me. And I want you to rank the following mistakes that we've made from the least dramatic to potentially the most dramatic mm. or dangerous. Least to most, years. got it. Okay? Okay. So Go ahead. Least to most. And so this is not like a objective okay. answer, but I'm still going to tell you if you're right <laughs> okay. or wrong. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So there was a time a couple years ago when you decided to fill your water bladder in your pack before you got on the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, it leaked. Who did that? Was it you? <laughs> That was you. Me? No, no. Yeah. Was it an airplane? <laughs> Let's edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. No, we got, I guess stuff I guess for both of us. Okay, fine. Uh, of course, we referenced the uh, when you didn't bring your rain jacket on a trip that had like heavy, heavy rain. That's happened before. Mm. I had an issue in my early years of backpacking where I invited some newbies along that had never been before. Obviously, they're newbies, and they wanted to do it their own way. Everything from packing to hiking to everything, and they simply ignored any sort of instruction, and they put whatever they wanted in their pack, and they could give a rip what I wanted mm. or what I, you know, suggested. Mm. Uh, There's one time where a guy intentionally brought insufficient food supplies. I, I think I know that guy. That was me. Yeah, he does a podcast, and we referenced this other one. I think in uh, our first season. On your first trip, you decided to use a fanny pack epic. instead of a backpack epic. on a backpacking trip. Scoff if you will, but it was epic. <laughs> so those are five things Amazing. 
that both you and I have done that were mistakes. Let's just put it that way. So how would you rank them? Least to most dramatic. I don't, I don't least to most. Well, first of all, I don't, I don't, uh, one is the fanny pack. I don't view that as a mistake. I view that as genius. Um, <laughs> so lightweight, so lightweight. My back was just so relaxed the entire trip. Uh, my hips, on the other hand, not so much. So I, w- I would say, okay, I'm going to say one for the fanny okay. pack. Two uh, was, I'm going to say it was the bladder. because, And I did the bladder. That was my fault. I thought I could fill it up enough to where the pressure wouldn't affect it, but I miscalculated. So that was unfortunate. Okay. Um, so that blew up. So it's not like the end of the world. Obviously, I can get water when we you know land the, you know at the airport and all that stuff and then i dried out i think i just dried out like a couple t-shirts or whatever right um so that wasn't the end of the world three i would say i would say hmm, i would say either intentionally not bringing enough food or not bringing a rain jacket okay but i'm gonna lean toward intentional because if it's intentionally you're not bringing enough food. I think you know what you're doing, like yeah. you and I have both done. So I'm going to say that's probably number three because we know we have... I'll t- probably do that again, by the way. Yeah, I'll probably do it again. <laughs> I'll probably do it again, too. <laughs> <laughs> Take advantage of our overpacker friends. Um, right. I think So I think I, I would say number four would be the rain jacket because that, that got pretty... That, got, that really sucked, like just having nothing that was dry. Um, or at least not... I could have at least put like... The rest, I could have lined my bag with some kind of plastic or something. That would have been genius. Um, or just okay. bring a regular jacket. And then I'd say the probably the most dangerous to me is inviting the newbie that wants to do it their own way because I think that puts everybody yeah. else in danger for sure. Okay. Is that it? Uh, How did I get it? I, I think I mostly agree with you. The only thing I would have swapped was your one and two because you can solve the water bladder issue yourself and that really only affects yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the fanny pack thing, like you're not carrying any of the group gear. And so you might have some <laughs> grumbly folks who are like, that guy's got a fraction of what <laughs> the rest of us have. And you were literally hiking twice as fast as a couple of guys. Were on that trip. But, but to be fair, this is pre, this is pre gearless where we where we, I didn't know I was going to carry group gear. No, no, for sure. I'm not, I'm not, so I'm not casting thought, blame. I'm just simply saying I just thought, what's the most to least dramatic. Well, it was dramatic to show up with a fanny pack, but I think everybody was a little bit jealous, if I'm being honest, because they're like, gosh, <laughs> he's going to go so much faster and have so much more fun. And I did. Right. That's okay. We should do a fanny, we could do a fanny pack trip if you want. I could show yeah. you. Yeah. No? I, that- I, that's, I think I was going to do that one year, actually. I was going to bring, because they, they get those like massive lumbar packs. You can fit quite a bit in there. <laughs> and so I was going to bring one just to kind of mock you, and I never <laughs> had the guts to do it. I would automatically <laughs> give you a strider boat if you did that. Okay. That'd be amazing. That was All fun. Right. Dude. Well, that was yeah, good. that was good. Thanks again, you guys, for the feedback online. Good and harsh. Appreciate it. Uh, we're always trying to make the episode better if we can. I hope that you guys uh, leave us a Google or and or Apple review online. We appreciate all the feedback. Send us some more vo- voice memos, voice notes. We'd love to put those in the episode and address them at- accordingly. And uh, guys, remember it. It's just it's just not backpacking unless there's a few blisters along the way. We'll see you next time. Take care. I want to fly. Carl one.
wanted to know how to get more water, um, you know, if you're on the trail and you run out and there's guys with extra water, well, I hate to say it, but I've seen Carl have extra water. Uh, it might not be the cleanest water because what he did was he took off his bandana and wrung it out and drank it. And I just thought that was like Eagle Scout level. But after a while, I was like, you know what? He could have shared that with me, okay? Because if I'm his, if I'm his, you know, poop donator buddy, I mean, the least he can do is share his sweat with me. That's all I'm saying. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.